You know what? It's, it's, it's a good question because I get it all the time. I said, what do you do in the wintertime as, as a golf pro? And it's like I, I work full-time, and I've been very fortunate in northern Ohio for all of my years, 30 years in the golf business, I've worked full-time all year. Some people do get laid off in the wintertime, you know, assistant golf professionals and things like that. They'll get laid off for three or four months, you know, um, during the downtime. But right now, I mean, we've been fortunate, too, here. I mean, there's been a lot of golf courses have been open and playing a lot of golf. So they've been pretty busy, but a lot of times it, for me, it's just a planning uh, time for planning. You know, we're doing a lot of ordering for the season. You know, I mean, the, the companies, when you're ordering apparel anymore, they, they, you have to do it. You know, I'm ordering for um, spring, fall, you know, um, summer. We're, we're putting in those orders because they have to kind of prepare what to make for the apparel. So you are putting a lot of those in. Same with the, the, the equipment companies. You're, you're putting orders in right now for the whole season. You're putting golf ball orders, you're kind of looking back and saying, okay, I sold 30 dozen Pilot, um, you know, Pro V1s each month, so you got, you have, you know, pre-booked those, you know. Same thing with the, the ground, the, main, the maintenance crew. I mean, they're they're, they're ordering fertilizer. They're, a lot of the equipment gets taken care of in the winter. I mean, sharpening reels, um, they're doing a lot of maintenance on equipment. I mean, I, I can't tell you how much work gets done on the, the equipment throughout the year because you don't have as much time during the season to get that done. But, you know, the bed knives get sharpened. Everything's getting ready. Basically, it's a, a, a preparation time. So there, there is a lot to do, and there's more lessons get, getting done in the wintertime now than, than ever before. Almost everybody seems to have simulators or a net or someplace in their facility that they can kind of keep the, keep in touch and engage with the membership and and um, give lessons throughout the season as well. Yeah, Dan, and that was my follow-up question because you are the teaching professional at Windmill Lakes Golf Club. Are you giving a lot of lessons this time of the year, and how does that work in scheduling, and where do you do the lessons? Because I imagine a lot of your lessons are outdoors spring, summer, and fall. Do you have an indoor facility? Yeah, at the Windmill Golf Center, we're very fortunate. We have a huge putting green downstairs. We, we go down and we give a lot of indoor um, chipping and putting lessons downstairs. We also have, um, you know, four heated bays outside that are have three walls on where you pull up a garage door with, with huge heaters. So we do a ton of ton of lessons still in the wintertime. You know, we have you know, heated, heated stalls outside. Even at Windmill Lakes Golf Course over there where we're at upstairs, we turn that into a a simulator. We have a track man, you know, where we can um, see all the numbers. And the track mans are so good anymore that it's almost like being, you know, you almost get just as much, if not more, information than hitting on a driving range because you're seeing your spin rate, you're seeing where your club path is going, whether it's going moving to the left, the club face is a little bit open, where your ankle attack is. So you get some great information, and it's just a way for the the golfer to stay sharp if you if you. If you have the opportunity to get some lessons during the winter, I really advise it because you can actually make some changes, and you're not going to be on, you know, in your league next week, and you're you're not making those changes then. So if you can make a few changes over the winter, and it's comfortable come spring, it's a great way to keep your game in shape. Because, like I said, changes are not easy, but and take a little bit of time. So, and this is the best time for me, in my opinion, to do it. The PGA Tour players, you'll see a lot too. They come back at this time of the year, and their swing looks a little bit a little bit different than they did in the year before. That's when they'll make their changes when they have you know a month or so of downtime. It's tough for them to do it during the season. Dan, you mentioned teaching and lessons and such. And for those looking at lessons, and you do this almost every day in your teachings and such, 
an overview of someone is looking to take lessons. I imagine if someone wants to correct something or really take up the game or something, it's not one lesson. But in general, people need to be prepared that if you're going to change a grip, change a stance, change a swing a little bit, it's more than just a 60-minute sit-down. Correct, yeah. And I, and I think it's, to me it's a lot, of, a, a lot of coaching. And a lot of things that I'll see, too, is if I, if, I, if I change a grip, you know, I'd like you to come back in, you know, in two weeks, you know, or, or, or 10 days and say, okay, you're doing this right. You know, I'll tell people a lot of times, if you if you feel like you're lost, come back and see me as quick as you possibly can, so that I can help you. But I want to make sure that you're doing it right. So it, you know, and that's why to me a lot of times it's great if it can be a 15 minute session even where you come back and say, yeah, it looks really good. That looks really good. Um, I think too many lessons can be bad to be honest with you for young kids, and I get in that quite a bit where somebody say, I want to give my son two lessons a week all summer. I'm like, well, you know, I don't <laughs> want to see him for that long, especially if they're really young. I think that's too much. It's overkill. You know, sometimes you have to work it out yourself. You have to, you have to, you have to kind of take some accountability. So if you're too reliant on a coach, I think that can be bad as well. So, but, but you know, if you're, if you're, it's a refresher, you know, a lot of times I'll sell packages of four and they'll come back and I'll say, okay, let's do this about one, every one or two weeks here and see, see where you're going. And then, um, and I think that that's pretty good, but don't, don't do it too much, but you, you do definitely need some refreshers. There's also outside on the course, and we're talking with Dan Dock, and again, he's a teaching professional at Windmill Lakes Golf Club and big contributor to our golf guide at WAKR.net. Helped us put that whole thing together, and we'll certainly talk a whole lot more about that when the weather breaks here in a couple of months. But, Dan, there's also course work that you guys do as well, whether it be new golf course flags or or uh, T markers or whatever it might be, that stuff needs to get done through suppliers in the off season. Correct. Yeah. And you know what, we, you know, we kind of consider a lot of those people as our partners. They're great. I mean, they come, they kind of know our businesses inside and out and they, they kind of prepare for us too. So we rely on our sales reps so much, especially, you know, whether it's be the golf course outside or, or a title sales rep, you know, you're relying on them help you out as well but yeah you're exactly right the, the golf flags you know everything that needs upgraded can be done you're spending a lot of money in the off season to try to you know when those when our customers come back march 1st they're excited to be back they want to see some changes they want to see some new things you know we, we do a lot of planning and say what could we do better on the golf course you know this year that we didn't do or you know do we have a second cut of rough this year was our rough too long you know what 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 can we do to speed play up? You know, what, you know, we have meetings with our rangers and our starters and say, okay, what can we do a little bit better this year that we didn't do last year? So, booking tee times is so essential because you know as well as I do in Northern Ohio that you, you can't just go get a tee time the day before anymore. So a lot of people are calling now and booking throughout the season. So I, wow. I encourage people if you know you want to play quite a bit, call the courses right now and get tee times. We'll we'll, we'll book you a tee time in. September right now. You can always cancel that tea time, but it can be tough to get a weekend tea time. So make sure preparing ahead is, is, is for the season too, because like I said, golf is it's going crazy right now. And like <laughs> I said, tea times are valuable for us, you know, and for you guys. But to making sure that you get play when you want to play too. Dan, one final question for you this week, and we'll do this during the off season. And I know every player is different, every swing is different. But if someone came up to you on the street and said, Dan, I got a brand-new driver, and I can't get a lot of length off the tee with my driver. Now, before looking at any swing, is there one thing on the chalkboard that you would put down, 
universally that that person should look at they get more length off the tee? Yeah, well, well, number one, if the, the driver's not correct for them, it, it's difficult. But I was number one thing I want to say that if, if I can get that person at least hitting up on the golf ball, I mean, the, the, the angle of attack into the golf ball is, is proper, it's going to help a lot. So a lot of times I see people have the ball too far back in their stance. I would almost tell somebody, put it in front of your front foot. So if you're a right-handed golfer, put it in front of your left foot, tee it up a little bit higher. You want to hit that golf ball a little bit more on the upswing. By doing that, you're getting at least a better angle of attack. Working on speed. I mean, speed, you, you, you can't really teach speed, but you can do that in the offseason. Swing a heavy club. You know, swing something. Do things that are going to you know, strengthen your core and your, and your body and help with your swing speed, whether it's using, you know, um, weights or rubber bands or, you, you know, stretch rubber bands, stretch your, your, your hamstring, stretch your back out. So things we can do to create speed are going to be number one. But like I said, if you're not having that right angle of attack on it, well, you're going to be in trouble right off the get-go. 